0: everybody. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, guys, some bad earnings reports coming out today, 420, 2023 market was down. Not huge, but kind of down across the board. All sectors basically uh, hurting a little bit, at least within the equity market. Uh, And it kind of brings up the age-old question. I actually got this question a couple days ago, uh, and I hear it quite often. So I just wanted to address it really quickly. And that question is... Should I wait a few months before investing to see if the market is going to calm down? I bet you if I kept track of the most popular questions that people ask me, this one has got to be within the top three, Garen. Teed. You know, should I invest my cash right now or just wait four to six months and see if the market calms down or see if this negative news goes away? And shout out to my man, Bo, actually. We just met about a week ago and I've been helping him and his wife get their IRAs and employer sponsored plans all situated correctly for them. And I'm not picking on you, Bo, because like I said, I get this question all the time, but he's the one that brought it up to me recently and not the only person that even did it this week. But it just sparked the thought that I need to talk about this with you all so we can go over it. But it's true. When we listen to the news, to my air quotes here, market experts, to economists, to your friends at the pickleball court, you're going to hear it all. You know, it's not a good time to invest right now. I'm telling you, I've got this gut feeling that it's going to be bad, like really bad. And if you put your cash to work right now, you're going to regret it. I guarantee it. Or did you hear the dollar is no longer going to be the main currency in the United States and it's going to kill the stock market? Or... The Fed's gonna raise rates at least another 100 basis points and more banks are gonna go bankrupt and companies aren't going to be able to handle that and we're gonna have terrible earnings reports coming out continuously and it's gonna kill the market. You watch. Or there's gonna be a war between China and Taiwan. It's gonna spook the market. You better wait, hold out, it's not a good time. I think you get the point. (laughs) There's always another boogeyman. Not to say that they're never real. Of course, we have some actual issues that investors are facing and we felt the impact of that last year. I mean, you guys know last year sucked. Remember when I told you cash was the number one performing asset class last year, and that hasn't happened before in the last 20 years or so? I mean, that's how bad it was. It was a really bad year for the markets. But still, take a step back and think about it. That was one year, not three years, not eight years, but just a one-year period. But Hunter, what if that happens again? What if we get another 20% down year in US equities this year? What if we get a recession? Well, it's not an if, it's a when bad markets are going to happen. They always happen at some point. That's part of the market cycle. But if you had been invested for the last 10 years, you're telling me that you wish you would have never gotten started just because the final year out of the 10 years, there was a downturn. What about all the money that you made during that entire period? You have made way more than you lost during that time. Well, what's the difference? Why are we worrying about the next coming six to 12 months when you're investing for the next 15 to 20 years? And again, I'm speaking, I guess, a little bit out of both sides of my mouth during this conversation, because of course we do watch the market daily and we do change sectors and positions throughout the year based on what's happening in the market. But that's an entire different conversation than wondering whether or not to invest excess cash at all. Also, of course, during this conversation, I am speaking to those people who have five or more years until they need their money. If you're retiring during 2023, this doesn't quite pertain to you as much because you're not in growth mode anymore. At that point, we're in preservation and distribution mode. It's a very different conversation. But for those of you who are in the accumulation phase and working on growing your assets, we cannot think with such a short-term mindset putting your money to work today versus six months from now will 100% not have a major impact on your future retirement goals. What's really going to make a difference is your contributions and being diversified. We have to work hard to contribute enough so that compound interest actually becomes powerful. Because what if I told you, okay, hey, Sally, I guarantee that you'll get a 20% return this year. Would that excite you? I mean, heck yeah, at least it should. I would imagine every single person listening would jump and do jumping jacks if I asked them to with the opportunity to get a guaranteed 20% return. If not, your expectations are far too high. (laughs) But on the same thought, would you rather get a 20% return on a $10,000 account or on a $10 million account? obviously the $10 million count. So we need to keep up the contributions in order to get to that point, because it isn't going to happen by investing $5,000 on one day, trading penny stocks short term, and then never putting another dollar in. That's not how you're going to accumulate wealth. So let's look at the data from the market during the years of of, uh, 1925 to 2022. That's 96 years of data that we can look at to get a good sense of what these patterns look like. So if you're waiting for the market to, and my air quotes are coming back out now, return to normal, (laughs) then on average, US stocks during that time have returned a 10.2% average annual rate of return. Now, average annual rate of return, that does not mean 10.2% every single year. Of course, sometimes up 30, sometimes down 20, on an average annual rate of return, 10.2%. So US stocks actually only performed near that 10.2% rate of return six times out of 96 years. Only six times did U.S. equities hit between eight to 12% positive return. So what does that tell us? The market's never really normal. I mean, during this time, also guess how often U.S. equities have returned above 20% or better, 36 times. So far more frequently, the market has a huge up year as opposed to a normal year. Okay, well then how many times has it returned worse than a 20% negative return? Six times. So you have as good of a statistical chance from that standpoint that the market acts normal as you do that the market has worse than a 20% decline. So (laughs) you probably see where I'm going with this already, but we cannot wait on the sidelines waiting for things to calm down Because if we miss the big up years, that's where you really get hurt. The other crazy thing about this is, in five out of the six years that the market lost over 20%, the very next year it gained 20% or more. I mean, overall, the market has and always will be a bumpy ride. There's no getting away from it unless you just sit in short-term CDs or something. But the market is still, it's up far more often than it's down. And when you keep that in perspective, it's so much easier to not worry about the next six or 12 month period and really think about your entire time frame that you have. But that's also why I talk so much about why uh, financial planning has such a bigger impact than just investing in what's the hot stock today? And you know what is um, Tesla going to do after their earnings call after you know big down day today? Is it going to rebound? Is it a good buy now? That's not all of what entails within building your financial plan. We have to have a good grasp on what it is that you wanna accomplish and what your time frame looks like so that we can keep these things in perspective and not get spooked when the market moves in quick, irrational ways, like we know it's going to at some point. So guys, put your cash to work, set up a plan where you can continually contribute to these investments that you have, diversify yourself, and you're going to do well. So with that, if I can ever help you, if you would like to talk about your specific financial goals and talk about how we can create a plan to reach those goals while taking on the least amount of risk, I would love to chat with you. You can always book a one-on-one discovery call with myself at my website, hunterlowry.com. Okay, everybody, it is a great day to have a great day, guys. Take care.